0: Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa, Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and read.
1: by Tom Petty, so pertinent to the invasion of illegal aliens that are descending on our city, descending on our state. You tune the WABC to find out where Eric Adams is going to drop them next because he gives every community 24 hours notice and then the buses arrive. It's the way it is. You want to ignore what I'm telling you? i telling you, I get the calls. I double check, triple check through the firm of Sliwa and Sliwa. My, my, my wife, Nancy, does the deep dive into the LLCs that hide the owners that are making money hand over fist from you, the sucker taxpayers, because of what Eric Adams is doing with these illegals. And then today, instead of a city councilwoman being grateful. For the information that I have been providing, Sid Rosenberg, who has checked, double-checked, triple-checked, she decided to call me a fear-monger. It was Joanne Ariola who represents the Rockaways Road Channel, Howard Beach, parts of Ozone Park, dropping verbal napalm on me.
2: There are now two different spots in your district that are going to start housing illegals. One, Fort Tilden, and the other we find out yesterday... In Howard Beach, where I dine most Friday nights, the Cross Bay Motor Inn. Can you confirm and or deny those two spots are preparing for illegals?
3: What I can say is that I don't think that a radio personality should take to the airwaves and put out information that's not confirmed. I haven't heard anything about any hotels in Howard Beach, especially Howard Beach, which it is uh, the one hotel he mentioned is run by people who live in this neighborhood and would never put migrants in their hotel. The other uh, in Ozone Park, and there's not been any indication that they're going there.
1: So I'm a fear monger, ladies and gentlemen. I've been right on everything I've told you about since February 15th, when I told you there was an attempt to move illegals into the Nassau County Coliseum. Monica Martinez, the state senator, asked Eric Adams up in the state legislature, if, in fact, that was true, he said, we'll let you know when it happens. Yeah. And I was called a liar. And wait, there's more breaking news later on that. Old Westbury in Nassau County. They said it would never happen. Peter King and his mini-me there, Bruce Blakeman, who can't chew gum and think at the same time, the county executive. Yeah, keep doubting, Curtis Leaver. Keep maligning me, right? So here was Joe Ann Ariola, fellow Republican. Not giving me the benefit of the doubt. Thank God Sid came to my rescue, rescued my honor that she disparaged.
2: You can say a uh, radio personality shouldn't do it. Curtis Lee has been 100% right about all of it. And if I had a bet right now, despite what you just said, I'll bet on him on the Cross Bay Mortar in two. So when you say it shouldn't be a radio personality, he's the only guy telling the truth. Because quite frankly, if we have to rely on politicians, not you, but politicians, all liars... So you can call out what your personality all you want. He's been a hundred percent
1: up to this point, and my money is Howard Beach is next. And I did announce at the Cross Bay Motor Inn through its L L C that Nancy had peeled away uh the many layers to Sam Patel, his name has surfaced everywhere. Very dear friend of State Senator Joe Adabo Jr. You notice he ain't protesting. He knows the deal. <laughs> It's, it's Joanne Ariola who knows nothing about nothing. So the Yenta decided to continue to disparage the information. That's going to help the residents of our city council district keep out the illegal aliens.
2: Well, Joanne, listen, what I need you to do here is not take a radio person to task, not give the mayor credit for some bullcrap court appearance a couple of days ago. I need you to be pissed because if we well, don't get... Believe me. Okay, but so we need... To, I, so, I, I'm not
3: taking so... him to task. I'm asking him not to fear Okay. Well, and as a member of the Common Sense Caucus, we've been writing letters. We've been making calls. I've been in touch with each and every one of our elected officials from the federal government down to local. When when Kathy Hochul sent the letter to Joe Biden, this is not a city problem. This is a Joe Biden problem. This is a Kathy Hochul problem. While everybody else is scrambling and looking and to see how we can secure our borders. Joe Biden is asleep at the wheel and Kathy Hochul is looking for real estate instead of saying, hey, put the brakes on. We this, we don't want to be at this point. Let's rescind the sanctuary state status of our of our uh, state and let's just stop the flow. If you were a surgeon, Sid, you would stop the flow of blood at its origin. Well, listen, I, I, the point of origin I, I, is the borders.
1: It. What the hell is she talking about? Surgeon, right? Howard Beach there, right before the conduit, the Bell Parkway, there used to be the Howard Beach Hospital. It saved my life. Uh, my appendix, appendix exploded. I had an appendicitis attack. Probably Joanne Ariola. Wish I had died along with Joe Borelli, my fellow Republicans. But thank God my Aunt Mary and my Uncle Steve, uh, got me to the Howard Beach Hospital. I was there in Old Howard Beach. It was Easter, Easter Sunday dinner. Uh, My appendix had exploded. I was in that hospital for a month. I was on the verge of dying. Forget being shot five times with hollow-point bullets on the orders of the uh, former resident of New Howard Beach, John Gotti Sr., the John Gotti Jr. and the Gambino crime family. That could have ended my life at the age of six. And where? Across the conduit, across the Bell Parkway entrance, Ozone Park before you hit Mateo's, uh O's right there on the the entrance to Howard Beach is the Cross Bay Motor Inn. Uh he his LLC has gone, they want a contract from the city to house the illegals. Remember, our checks don't bounce through the city treasury, that's what he wants. Clean out that no tell motel holiday inn that is a hot sheet motel that is a blight on the community, has been so for years. So stop shooting the messenger. Listen to the message on behalf of your constituents. Joe Adabo, Jr., state senator, Democrat, and Joanne Ariola Republican. Breaking news coming up about the Roosevelt Hotel. And, of course, Nassau County that Bruce Blakeman and Peter King assured us that illegal aliens would never come into.
0: to the bernard mcgurk studios of 77 wabc and curtis leewa curtis doesn't know about you but he rips and reads this is the rip and read
1: The New York Times. was no job at Moms old man. So smoking blunts. Anyway, enough of that crap Wu-Tang clan. But they are synonymous with Staten Island. Degenerates as they have been for years, coming out of Park Hill, Stapleton. In fact, some of their supporters were running guns from Steubenville, Ohio, making straw purchases, bringing them in a Staten Island, check the FBI reports on that. But, uh, you know, this guy who's criticized me, uh, Councilman Joe Borelli for, uh, giving breaking news on the next location that Eric Adams is dumping the illegal aliens by the busload was actually there when they did a, a coronation, we'll call it, of Wu Tang Wei. Right there, outside the project said, Tarje, right there, pass it all the time. It's like, what the hell is this? These degenerate guys talk about smoking blunt, smoking weed. This city's become Weed City. Death, destruction, guns, and you want to honor them, right? You think that's the best of what Staten Island has created? Man, I'm telling you, these folks. Can I have the breaking news, uh, cycle, please? Yeah. Breaking news, WABC. So, as uh, I spoke to all of you at 9.40 this morning with Sid Rosenberg, was breaking this news and was so rudely interrupted uh, by Sid Rosenberg, not because he wanted to, but because the butt boy for this guy, Tony Argento, owner and operator... of what is uh, (laughs) a business that is operating in Staten Island. They own 3 million square feet throughout New York City. And it's the place where a lot of people go to do their their filmings on a regular basis. It's Broadway stages. This guy started out in 1983, Broadway Street, Astoria, first soundstage. Became partners with his sister. I'll tell you that story later on. What a roost that was. Gina Argento, half owner of the business. And they own 3 million square feet throughout New York City. In Queens, Brooklyn, Staten Island. That's not being used for filming. Why? TV or film production? Because there's a writer's strike. And these other unions, they honor the strike line. They're not crossing the lines. So yesterday, I told you the story that was confirmed by City Hall. Uh, I broke it here on this very show, 12 to 1. That's why you got to listen Monday through Fridays. That the film industry in New York City is now working with the Eric Adams administration, sending location scouts to look for spaces for the migrants. Uh, and, uh, uh, that they were doing this, uh, voluntarily. I said, okay, uh, w- w- what, what does, uh, Fabian Levy, say, spokesperson uh, for the Eric Adams administration. And uh, when our Cracker Jack News team with the Cracker Jack Prize uh, reached out to them about that, Fabian Levy said, yeah, they are. But they're doing it voluntarily. And I say, no, 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 somebody's paying them. Obviously, the film companies, the TV companies, they get millions of dollars in tax credits to stay here and not to go film in Toronto or Vancouver, British Columbia, or Atlanta or Nashville or Charlotte. So I get it. You scratch my belly, I scratch yours. So we have these location scouts that are looking for spaces for the illegal aliens. And then, all of a sudden, boom, my phone phone blew up. Three different reports that, in fact, the owners and operators of what... Uh, was the old uh, Arthur Kills uh, prison out in Staten Island, which uh, had been opened uh, until 2011, a state facility, was closed by Andrew Evil Cuomo and then was purchased by Broadway Stages. And they've been doing filming and other production work for quite some time. So a state-owned facility, no longer owned by the state, privately owned by Broadway Stages. And that is the company owned and operated by Tony Argento and his sister, Gina Argento. And just to let you know what exists at the Arthur Kills Correctional Facility, now empty, it uh, actually has everything that you would need to house the illegals. You know, our own John Matita said, why not use the, the closed portion of Rikers Island? Good idea. The mayor talked about it as possibility. This is a much better facility. Let me explain why. It's not as broken down. It's not as um, in disrepair as the closed uh, sections of Rikers Island. In fact, they even advertise this Broadway stages that the prison consists of more than two dozen buildings and structures, including guard towers, admissions and visitor buildings, inmate housing, a gymnasium, infirmary, recreation yard, warehouse, everything. Everything that you would need for the illegal aliens. So because Tony Argento does so much business with the city and with the film companies and the TV companies, he was going to voluntarily allow this space to be used because they're not using it now. They can't. There's a striking effect until the strike was over. Doing a favor for Eric Adams, who is all jammed up. Obviously, he's gotten us into an absolute disastrous position. He doesn't know how to get us out of here. Now, remember the history of the uh, correctional facility at Arthur Kill. It's right where the Arthur Kill is, separating uh, Staten Island from New Jersey. Uh It was advocated for by Ed Koch years ago. Lamberti was the bro president and Democrat on behalf of Mario facha Como. Guy Lamberti was sitting in the House of Representatives, senior member. He left the House to come back to run for borough president of Staten Island to stop the prison. It became a huge issue. Unfortunately, they were not able to stop it. But Andrew Cuomo did close it in 2011. So it's not state property. It's private property now. It's owned by Broadway Stages. And because he wants to continue to curry favor with the Eric Adams administration that gives them gazillions of tax credits in order to uh, do these films and TV productions, it's a quid pro quo. You scratch my belly, I scratch yours. So I announced it this morning as I had originally announced that Eric Adams was negotiating with Norwegian Cruise Line to bring a cruise line into... um, Stapleton, which used to be the former U.S. Navy base. And I warned Staten Islanders, no, 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 a thousand times no, don't let that happen. Once they're there for 30 days, they're considered residents, you can't get rid of them. Can't get rid of them, They're resident status. I don't care, You're illegals, whatever, migrants, can't get rid of them. Okay, thankfully, I preemptively announced that. Everybody organized right behind Congressman Nicole Malliotakis to say a thousand times no. But it turned out that the traitor, the guy who had negotiated with Eric Adams' administration was the minority leader of the Republicans and uh, city council Joe Borelli, who thought that was a, a great idea. Better to have the illegal aliens in the Norwegian cruise line there uh, as opposed to having them in tents in parks uh, in the North Shore, Mid-Island, or, God forbid, the South Shore out near Tottenville. I called him out on that. Earlier today, when he was texting Sid uh, at the uh, command of Tony Argento, he says, But boy, no, that's not true. It's not happening. Just talk to Tony. Big Tony told me it ain't happening. What the hell is this? What do you mean, Big Tony? (laughs) You take your orders from Big Tony, Joe? I know there are a lot of mobsters choking on their lobsters in the South Shore, but come on, man. What you do is you do what Ronald Reagan said. Trust, but verify. or what Curtis Sliwa does with the team of Sliwa and Sliwa, that's Nancy Sliwa, verify, then trust. Verify, then trust, which you didn't do. You took his word. They're going to roll in buses. If you don't get up in arms out in Staten Island, I don't care where you live. For years, they dumped garbage on you and fresh kills. For years, they dumped other things onto you. You were the forgotten island. Some people called you Satan Island. You think you have a friend in Eric Adams? You think you have a friend in Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb? Of course, you know, you voted for me for me. You voted for Congressman Zeldin for governor. We would have been better off if both of us were there. But then again, there's retribution. And here's a way, just overnight, this is what Eric Adams is doing. Overnight, he gives you 24-hour notice, and then, boom, the buses roll in. It's not a damn thing you can do to get rid of them after that. So that's where that stands right now as Joe Borelli ended up calling me the C-word uh, to uh, Sid Rosenberg. By the way, uh, Joe Borelli has been known to use the C-word many times against uh, the Congresswoman herself, Nicole Maliotakis, and before that, Leticia Romero, who used to be the chairwoman of the Republican Party on Staten Island. Hey, hey, get rid of that word, okay? If you're going to call me the C-word, Joe, C is for Kurtz. Okay, I'm not a vagina, right? God, what is is it with these people? I'm trying to help. And my own Republicans are attacking me. Because, you see, politicians are not there for the best interests of the people. They get wine-dined and pocket-lined. Follow the money. What did I always say? Could I hear? Eric Adams. What is Eric Adams when he was first sworn into the State Assembly? His first words. From the bully pulpit, to the press, to his family, friends, to the other legislators, to the lobbyists. Show me the money. (laughs) Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Now, Peter King, and uh, he is the defender of the defenseless one, Bruce Blakeman, who cannot chew gum and think at the same time. Can I have breaking news here, please? Uh, Lou, uh, you know, there will never be illegal aliens in Nassau County.
0: Breaking news,
1: WABC. Really, Peter King and Eric Adams, Republican, and your mini me, Bruce Blakeman? The illegal aliens may soon be brought to SUNY Old Westbury. The state had inspectors check out the campus to see if it's suitable to house migrants. <laughs> oh, they'll never be here in Nassau County. No, Peter King, we're not a sanctuary county. Schmuck pots were a sanctuary state. A state super, supersedes a county, supersedes a city. And now the really big one. I hate to do this to you again, Lou, but this may be the biggest one of all. Breaking news, please. Breaking
0: news, WABC.
1: Oh, boy. Today, what is opening up at the Roosevelt Hotel? You know damn well what is opening up at the Roosevelt Hotel. It has been reported over and over and over. It is. Oh, man. (laughs) The Roosevelt Hotel, which for three years was owned by Pakistani International Airlines, over a thousand rooms. And now it is being turned into a processing center, and all the rooms will be used to house... Illegal aliens. A deal was made with Pakistani International Airlines for a total of $225 million. I the lease to be paid out for three years usage by the city to house the illegal aliens. And you say, well, wait a second. What's the history of the Roosevelt Hotel? Obviously, it had a very distinguished past, but it had fallen on hard times. It was in disrepair. The rooms were oldy and moldy. The entrances were dangerous. They're being fixed up, at we speak, at New York City taxpayers' expense. But Pakistani International Airlines wanted to build a 100-story, super-tall building to replace the Roosevelt Hotel at 45th, 46th Street and Madison Avenue, 100-story. You can't do that anymore. If you've seen the most recent stories, Manhattan is sinking because of all the skyscrapers Nearby is the super skyscraper that was put up. The ribbons were cut in the midst of the, uh, blue ribbon was cut in the midst of the lockdown and pandemic by SNL Green. There's a tower over there right next to Grand Central Station over by Vanderbilt. It's almost 100 stories. I forget. It's like 70, 80. Brand new, empty. Might as well turn it into mausoleums or storage. There's nobody in there. And the owner, Stephen Green. Who was is the brother of Mark Green, and as you know, he's in partnership with Jay Z to bring a casino into Times Square. So there's a lot of whining, dining, and pocket lining going on now. Who represents Lou, S. N. L. Green, Steve Green, and Jay Z, the partnership to bring the casino into Times Square? Well, if it's not Frank Carone and Oak Tree Solutions. His new lobbying firm. First of all, how are you lobbying? You just finished being chief of staff for Eric Adams. There are rules about that. You're supposed to be sitting on the sidelines for two years. But no, nah, what the hell? Rules are for little people. You know, there's no rules for him. So he's a lobbyist for that, Oak Tree Solutions. Can I hear Eric Adams again? Because this is all about follow the money. Follow. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we speak, Nancy is doing the deep dive on Oak Tree Solutions and the former law firm that Frank Caron was involved with for years. That he is, oh, my God, he's under investigation at that law firm and his partners on about four different issues. Four different issues. This is before he became chief of staff. I mean, you're talking corruption central, Frank Caron. And we're moving in on it. Because somebody is getting a brokerage fee for the $225 million lease that Eric Adams has signed with Pakistani International Airlines. And lawyers had to negotiate this outrageous deal that is stealing money out of our pockets, out of programs for Americans born and raised here, poor and impoverished, veterans, others. To make sure that illegal aliens are housed and that those that made the deal are able to put their beak in the trough to fill up their bellies. Let Frank Caron deny this, huh? That oak tree solution. Hey, look, let him deny it. Come on. Because we're hot on, we're hot on the trail of you, Frank Caron. And we're hot on the trail of Eric Adams. One more time, please. This is his mantra. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. At the start of every program, the promo in advance said, Curtis Lee was a politician who says, don't believe nor support any politicians, Republicans or Democrats. They have so viciously attacked me ever since I reported on February 15th. Monica Martinez, state senator, of centralized slip and Brentwood, asked Mayor Adams on the Florida State Legislature, it's been reported that you're in negotiation with the leaseholder of the Nassau County Coliseum. And then Eric Adams said, we'll let you know if, in fact, that's true. And he lets everybody know 24 hours before the buses move in. I was called a liar. They told me I made it up. Well, what are they going to do about the SUNY campus in Old Westbury that has already been surveyed, Peter King and Bruce Blakeman, to house illegal aliens in Nassau County? Look, I will not surrender. I will not retreat. Continue, ladies and gentlemen, to telephone me, and then I will check, check, double-check, triple-check. I will verify, and then I will trust you. Tell Curtis, and then I will tell everybody out there listening to the number one news talk station in the nation, as Republicans and Democrats attack me, criticize me, but I'm the whistleblower. What are you going to do? The guy he's already tried to kill me. You're going to try to kill me too? Come get me. Oh is
0: the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. The Guardians, 10 runs in the first three innings in Kansas City. Ooh. Looking for their first win as Guardians. So my question is, when the
1: Guardians play the Angels, does Curtis Lewa throw out the first <laughs> <minute>? <laughs> Very good. And they shed it again. The great broadcasting team. I never get uh, those kinds of shout-outs from the Yankees. Michael Kay, no, 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 but Gary Cohen and Ron Darling, great, and they said it the other day, and you know who wrote about it? Phil Mushnick, the greatest sports commentator of all time in the New York Post. He recognized that. I mean, the guy is always calling out. You talk about the whistleblower. Who's always chastised? Who's always lambasted? Who's always attack? Who's ahead? Always ahead of the curve. That's Phil Mushnick. I'm I'm almost like the Phil Mushnick of talk radio. Great sports commentator, and I aspire to be a great commentator here on talk radio.